Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Fun Fans Podcast. I'm your host, James Diller. With me, as always, my co-host, Bailey Jackson. How you doing, Bailey? Good, James. Glad to be here. Awesome. I'm still waiting on the preview. There we go. I'm telling you. I don't know if Instagram's worth it. If you're watching on Instagram, you're quite welcome. Messing up my music <laughs> and everything. Anyway... We have a great show with you tonight as we're going to introduce our guest here in just a second. We appreciate you joining us on a wonderful Wednesday evening. And But first, the fun fans are a proud part of the Fanboys Fangirls Sports Podcasting Network. If you're a true sports fan, the Fanboys Fangirls is perfect for you. Find various nationwide podcasts and other sports media at thefanboys.com and all forms of social media. The Fun Fans Podcast is the official podcast for Clemson fans. And we'd also like to thank Ruben's Food, Sports, Spirits, and Catering, the best wings around with two locations in the upstate, 1083 Batesville Road in Greer, 11028 Anderson Road in Piedmont. You can find them at rubensc.com. Ruben's is simply a great place to eat for all sports fans, especially Tiger fans. Good stuff. Man, it's good stuff. Hey, all right, so tonight we got one of my friends with me. It, we, you got three high school guys on here. We could probably sit here and do, you know, high school podcasts. We we had to cut ourselves off to start the show a minute ago, but uh, that might stir up too much controversy. So we're going to stick with fun stuff uh, instead of talking about high school league stuff tonight. But uh, this guy's a former co-worker. He's been part of multiple state football championships here in the beautiful state of South Carolina. And he is currently the head football coach at one of the largest and most traditioned football programs in the state of South Carolina, Spartanburg High School. But he's with us tonight because he was actually in attendance at last Sunday's NFC Championship game between San Francisco and Detroit. So let's chat with Coach Mark Hodge. How you doing this evening, Coach? Hey, man, I'm blessed. I appreciate you guys having me. Awesome, so, Jay, awesome, very good. You going to so, ask that first question, I James? I know the answer to it. Am I <laughs> – yeah, am I am I lagging or something? I, I get the impression yeah. I'm lagging. Yeah. All right. Maybe I cut I cut the music off and maybe that'll help. So it's okay. Anyway. All right. We'll let we'll let the internet catch up with us. All right. So I know the answer to the first question, but I am gonna ask it here anyway. Uh coach, tell the fans how how you got to or why you would end up going to the NFC championship game. Well, um, one of San Francisco's players actually played for me, and uh, he and I stayed real close. And um, I was trying to come up with some funny way that I won a lottery or something. But I guess a lot <laughs> of coach one of the best players in the in the league in high school, and and you know Debo and I have been close ever since uh, I got there, and and we continue to go support him when we can. And I've been to I think three or four playoff games, and. Um, so we were able to, or myself was actually able to go to this one. Uh, uh, it was really, really great experience. Yeah, I mean, we he he is an unbelievable football player. I mean, and he's been that way for a long time. But oh, yeah. when did you realize that uh, he had a chance to be pretty special? When I first got to Chapman, um, it was the spring of his tenth grade year, and I didn't see him a lot. Um, he's playing basketball, wasn't at one of their strength classes, and so. Um, that summer, I knew he was a really good player. You know, he was a, he was a great player for us. Uh, his junior year really did a lot of things, and we figured out that you know he 
he had some some qualities of some of the better players that had been blessed to coach before. But between his junior and, and senior year, he grew about two inches and added about 20 pounds and his 40 time dropped down to literally in the four, four ranges. And he just became dominant. And, uh, we're at seven on sevens and we're playing some, you know, really good teams. That's when Tavian Feaster and those guys were Spartan high in places. And he was just dominating and he was dominating anybody and everybody that we played against. And, um, I remember DJ Moore, who James and I coached at Broome with, he was in the league with Chicago and he actually came to watch one of our seven on sevens at Spartanburg. And DJ came up to me and he was like, you know, he's as good as some of the guys I cover in the league right now. Right. And so, you know, I knew he was good, but then just to throw that validation on top of him, you know, from that point in time, it, it, and that's pretty much how he played his senior year, and he's, he never really looked back. Well, he's he's getting it done, that's for sure. Getting it done. And y'all might be getting it done without me. Is this my internet tonight? Uh, it must be. Uh, I, I'll tell you this, Coach. I tell kids all the time, and this is totally off script, you know – what one of those dudes, as Brian Lane, my former co-worker, talk, calls them dudes, you know what they look like when they when they walk in your facility. And uh, there's a different look to a D1 kid and a, and a future pro. Um, I coached against Stefan Gilmore, Jadavion Clowney, and those guys. It's just a different look. So, and Debo certainly is, is one of the best players in the NFL right now. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's a, it's a different look. It's a different explosion. But it's also a, a different mentality. Right. You know, they, they they are allowed they allowed itself to go to that competitive stage that most kids can't. And then, you know, really to continue to the level that they've got at, they, they put in real work. Like it's not it's not work based upon talking about it. Like they're actually doing, you know, what you want all your kids to do. And you know, one thing I found about kids like that, because I've actually had five NFL players and they hate not to compete. Right. Mm-hmm practice say on offense you look up and he was on defense uh, they just can't stand not to be competing and you know so that's that's how i can really tell who those potential dudes are is you know they don't they don't like to be taken out they don't like to be taken out of anything that's got competition in it yeah you mentioned dj he used to sneak onto the scout team remember that yes he'd drive you crazy you try to give him a rest and <laughs> yeah and hey it, man, get off you we yeah. got we need you on the other side of the ball get out of there. on defense and i yeah. think some of for those guys too is just making sure that other guy that's behind them understands that they're not as good as them. So mm-hmm. you take DJ off of say receiver and you look over and he's guarding whoever you just put in just to, to let him know how I'm still the best guy out here. All right. All right. All right. So hopefully I can keep asking questions. Obviously you followed uh Debo's entire career and this is a college sports show though. So can you can you please tell us that he struggled? He just he just like he hated playing Clemson when he was at South Carolina, make well, us feel think, good, maybe. <laughs> I don't think he really had a uh, um, a true distaste for Clemson. Honestly, he all, he wanted to go to Clemson, um, and Jeff Scott was really honest and really good with him the whole time. He's recruiting, and he kind of, you know, Debo kind of came on the scene late, um, and they had already signed some guys. And they had some guys that they felt like kind of matched his body type and things of already, and. You know, they did offer him a preferred walk-on, but then, you know, South Carolina came in. It was really late. Like, South Carolina didn't offer him until Thanksgiving of his senior year. And so it was, a, you know, one of those deals where, you know, my school and my education is paid for versus not. And um, Right. I don't think he ever had any distaste, but, you know, he did seem to play well against Clemson. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they, 
No, he's not a bit scared. <laughs> well, that's a good segue into the did next you, question, I think. Yeah, did you – so, I mean, obviously you helped – I mean, you were involved with this high school recruiting. I mean, I'm the, every day it's a revolving door of college coaches that come in and out of every building, and they have to. But what what about when he was in the NFL draft process? Did, did you Did you help him with anything during that period? Well, that time's not a lot we can do because, you know, right. they, they, you know, they got their agents and it's a whole different market and, you know, we're not really privy and, and that's not what we do. But we were with him, you know, we were with him on draft night and, uh, you know, we were there to support and, um, you know, just, just really be, you know, in the shadows and the backgrounds that if things get sideways, you're really not sure what to do. You know, we're here for stability and support for you, but we were there. Right. right. Good deal. James, you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm having uh, I'm gonna double up my internet or something. Maybe we'll see what happens. Need to put some new D batteries in that mic. I guess that's what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's. That that Packlet internet. It must be, but he's not in Packlet. <laughs> so I'll go ahead. What, tell us about the trip. You know what. Um, All right, I'm back. I, I already asked him to tell us about the trip. All right, let's hear about the trip. I'll just I'll just shut down. <laughs> trip was amazing, man. It was uh, to be honest with you, I didn't decide to go till Thursday, and uh, you know, he and I were talking and FaceTiming, and I could tell by his facial expressions at times that um, he just looked a little off. You know, he still was dealing with shoulder injury and things of that nature, and I say, hey, man, if it, I'll come out there. I said, I don't know to make a difference, but if you just need to know that somebody's there, um, I'll be happy to come. Because his dad usually is out there with him a lot, but his dad had back surgery, and so he hadn't been able to travel. And and so Thursday night we decided we're going, and it's kind of a wild story. It's, I had to fly to New York and then from New York to San Francisco. When I was in New York, there was an older lady sat down beside me while we are waiting for the, the, the plane. And, uh, and then – a younger lady sat down across from her and they got to talking. Both of them have 49er stuff on. And the older lady said that her daughter actually worked for the 49ers uh, in hospitality, but she didn't let her know she was coming because um, she didn't, she was busy. Well, I didn't say anything. And uh, they were talking about how nervous they were about the game. And so it's time to board the flight. And I walked behind the lady and I said, they're going to win. And that's all. And I just went and got on a plane. So he landed San Francisco and I get off the plane and I go to the restroom and come back out. And that I end up walking right beside that, that same lady. And, uh, her name was, uh, Mary Lou. And so we got to talking a little bit. And, uh, so then Debo FaceTimes me to basically tell me where we're going and what we're doing. And she was like, no way. Like, you know, how are you talking to him? And I was, I said, you know, he played for me and, and, uh, I was actually going to meet him and I was just trying to figure out where and I was going to get an Uber. And she says, uh, she said, well, I've got a, a ride for the whole weekend. Just ride with me. <laughs> like I just met this lady like in the airport and I was like, no, that's okay. I, I, I'll i get a ride. And she's like, no, seriously, it's paid for. Just ride with me. <laughs> so she's trying to find the guy that's, that's picking her up and she just leaves her, her pocketbook, her bag or everything. She's like, watch my stuff. Let me go find this guy. And, <laughs> power of i guess knowing somebody famous that's what it does to people so i ended up in the expedition with her and she took me to the hotel and and uh 
um, was able to check in. We always stay in the team hotel with the guys, you know, on a, on game night. They all stay in a hotel together. So I think it's the fourth time or so that we've actually stayed in the hotel with them. Um, and then because of him and our relationship, I, I get to be a part of some of the team events that they do, you know, kind of in the shadows. So that's really kind of cool. Yeah. A little bit privy to what's going on, game plans and whatnot. And, uh, and so the next morning um, we leave the hotel and go to his house. We just kind of hang out, you know, there's nothing really going on. We just hang out and I'm playing with his little boy a little bit. And um, then he takes me for a ride in his, his uh, Lamborghini. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wild stories. I was driving all over Spartanburg, picking him up to take him here and there. And then now he's, you know, years later, I get to ride in a Lamborghini by him. So uh, how roles have reversed. And um, But then he has a chef come in. So his pregame meal was uh, lamb chops, fruit, eggs and waffles um and then we played spades for a little while and then he gets dressed and leaves and then we end up following behind and um you know got to got to go on the field before the game and got to go on the field after the game and even into the locker room so it was a pretty amazing experience all the way around wow sounds like did you did you want to do any coaching at halftime you want to call him and say hey man you need to do this or this halftime was rough it, it, and the wild thing, too, is, you know, being from a coach's perspective, it's hard to watch games because you're always looking at it. You know, that's why I enjoy kids that are playing because I can be a fan and not a coach. Right. But, you know, going in, knowing a lot of the game plan, just from our relationship talking, you know, you're, you're watching it unfold. And some of it's unfolding exactly like he's telling you it's going to. And then some of it is not. And, <laughs> you know, I t- – I text one of my coaches or one of my players actually texted me and he was giving me a hard time because he was not pulling for the 49ers. And I'm like, man, I'm going to have to call the defense in the second half. This is, this is great. <laughs> and I'm not superstitious. I tell everybody I'm not, but I really am. And so <laughs> I got up and I moved seats at halftime. I changed everything from my left pocket to the right pocket. I turned my wallet upside <laughs> down. I changed my drink like, like it matters, but that's what did it. It must've, it must've mattered. <laughs> Well, he changed um, shoes. I changed shoes at halftime for the same reason. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, am I back? Can y'all hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. We're All back. right. So, uh, uh, this is more serious question, I guess. But uh, was there any point during the game that you wish Debo played for the Chiefs or the Ravens so you could have been in the same stadium as Taylor Swift? <laughs> no, I was hoping that this may could potentially, hopefully, happen in a couple weeks. <laughs> True story, though. After the game, we turn around and. Uh, um, we're on the middle of the field and I turn and I'm actually face to face. Um, uh, I'm losing my mind right now. Um, Taylor Swift threw me off, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, but I turn around, I'm actually face to face with Aaron Andrews. Oh, wow. And, and so that was kind of a cool moment right there. And, you know, I told her I was married. I had to go on and, and so <laughs> we separated. <laughs> so, all your experience over the years, and we all, you know, we all have a bunch of experience. But what's what's the one thing you? What's the most important? The one thing that you tell kids uh, about moving on to the next level or being successful? You know, truly, you know, all of our kids they think they're going to go pro in, in football, and we have to remind them that you're supposed to go pro, but for most of it's not going to be in football. Right. And so we say, that, you know, God's really gifted you with something in your heart that you're passionate about. And, and let's go try to prepare ourselves to do a career, you know, and, and whatever that happens to be. You know, we try to really make our kids understand that 
that does still require work. You know, I think a lot of times we have a lot of kids and say, or people that, you know, if you can find a career and something that you're passionate about and love, you never work a day in your life. And, you know, that's, that's a lie. Like, you know, we tell them you have to work, you know, you have to work as a husband, as a father, as, as whatever it is, but go find those things that you're passionate about and, and work hard at them and you'll be successful. And, um, you know, so that's a lot of, I've got a, a signed Jersey of his in my office and, you know, they come in and ask us, you know, DJ's picture in my office and a couple other, you know, that's one thing we try to remind them is look, they, they're, they're on the wall because they put in the work and they did the things that's supposed to be. But, you know, I showed the kids like a picture of his house and, you know, they're kind of oohing and on. And I was like, you know, there's, there's a thousand of these houses in Spartanburg and none of these guys got these houses are professional football players. They're right. just a, in some other area. So, you know, let's, let's work, let's prepare ourselves, you know, enjoy what we enjoy, but, you know, let's just be honest about it and, and do it, you know, what needs to be done to become who we need to become. That's right. Good stuff. That's right. And, hey, we we weren't able, with all the technical difficulties, just able to get around. We do have one picture of Coach Hodge at the game. <laughs> oh, that's him. Yep. That was, that, was, that was last week, James. That can't be him. <laughs> I told Taylor to quit. But now, if you get back to the Super Bowl, I could see you, you're going to hook up with this Kelsey guy. and, and We could have a lot of fun. The deep packlet would have Maybe to y'all have a, we could have a contest. Lot <laughs> Everybody's froze up. I'm not. We hear you. No, okay. <laughs> okay. Very good. All right, Coach. Well, I appreciate. I think he's trying to tell you we appreciate you being on here because he's he's going out on us over here no, at the Fun I... Fans Podcast. And I definitely tell your family we said hello as well. Uh, you do the same, man. It's good seeing you guys. Yeah, thank you, Coach. Absolutely, appreciate it. All right. <clears throat> All right. I don't know what's going on. If it goes well from there on out, we'll blame it on Hodge. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. <laughs> So we'll see. But hey, that's pretty cool. You know, remind me of the story we had Coach Owens and his family on here when they went to the whatever other game that, that they went to. Oh, they went to the National Championship game. Yeah. That and they game. were bumping into famous people and stuff. Yeah, that game. So anyway, what else are we going to talk about tonight, Bailey? I give a little quick basketball update. The Tigers that's beat uh, Louisville last night. Got got a little stagnant in the second half, did not shoot the ball well. But I'm going to tell you this, James. Wins are wins. And I Word. must have made an impression on someone on Twitter or X or whatever it's called now because someone tweeted hardly a master class by Brownell. So I again I disagree. I mean I <laughs> I we we put way too much emphasis on coaching when you shoot 24%. Coach don't have anything to do with that. Like yes. it's just or silly turnovers that they have at the end of the game. That's really not coach doing that. You know, right. if they were, I mean, it's just, it's just, I, I got, like I said, got an argument the other night with a guy. And then our guy Blackman Huckabee, who sang the national anthem at uh, Military Appreciation Day at Clemson, he was invited to go down to an Orlando Magic game. I, I don't know the exact date, but I think it was a week or two ago and uh, sing the national anthem. Uh, he's quickly becoming a national anthem superstar. Well, I was, I was going to say, I had to stop the ticker so everyone can see if you're just listening to audio, you're missing out. But down at the bottom, it says Blackman Huckabee anthem singer. Yes. So, yeah, yeah he has a, a new yeah. identity. No, and, well, he's still Blackman. 
He's just a really good national anthem singer. Say national anthem singer, Clemson. He's a really good singer, actually, and great person. So there you go. Right, and former podcast guest. Absolutely. So and yeah, Blue there Eagle. You there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. What else is awesome? Wrapping it up here. We're February twenty fourth. Hockey game. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna build this thing. It better be good. It's gonna be good. Can you imagine banging on the glass? At Clemson uh, I, can't, I can't. I uh, can't. It's, it's going to be awesome. It, <laughs> Make sure I used that's to argue learning. with a roommate I had at Clemson <laughs> about hockey being one of the major sports in America. And I said, there are three major sports. Bob, that was his name. Bob. He goes, no, there's four. Hockey's one of them. Because he was from New Jersey. Anyway, <laughs> hey, we're going to have big time. Big time. We're also working on a big time Super Bowl special coming up. So that'll be two more Sundays from now. And, you know, if there's one thing it takes to win a Super Bowl, it's energy. He didn't have any W in his pregame meal. <laughs> maybe the maybe the Niners had some W at halftime. Versus they, had some, they had some somethings. Yep. Go to W.GG and enter promo code FUNFANS for 10% off your jitterless energy drink. You can scan this QR code if it's popping up. I'm no, no trust in my technology this evening, but you know what? Even through all that, I am extremely thankful for everyone that checked us out each and every week, each and every Wednesday and Sunday. We appreciate Coach Mark Hodge, uh, one of the best guys I know, one of the best coaches I've ever met, uh, being on the show with us this evening. Uh, don't forget to click subscribe on the Fun Fans Podcast YouTube channel, as well as your favorite podcast platform. And please follow us on social media and share our shows on behalf of the Fun Fans Podcast. Jay Thriller Entertainment, the Fanboys Fangirls Podcast Network, and Bailey Jackson. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Go Tigers. Tigers got uh, Virginia coming to town. Virginia's this weekend. Lovers. Virginia's good. But anyway, play hard, boys. And go Tigers. That's right.